Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, coming to you live, coast to coast, border to border, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. And that, my friends, is uh, America. It's just been you and me today. It has been uh, one of those days. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant show, you'd be certain to uh, download free the C.L. Bryant show app onto your iPhone or favorite device, whatever it is, your computer, whatever it is, uh, you know, Android, whatever it is. Download free. The C.L. Bryant Show app in your app store. Uh, but it's just been you and me today. And I was saying to you that um, even though we have a society where our young people have more than any anybody has ever had that's lived on the earth as far as creature comforts and creature things are concerned, our young people have those things. There's no question about it. But there is a manipulation uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a manipulation that is going on. And uh, it is a manipulation that is trying to redefine, uh, well, entire society mores, societal mores. They're they're redef- they're trying to redefine, give different definitions to those things. Now, I shared this with um, uh, some some folks in in Richmond, Virginia, just this past um, weekend, and 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 I told them, and I've told you this, <clears throat> pardon me, before, that um, if you want to change. The society, if you want to change it, you don't have to rewrite the history books. No, no, no. You don't have to rewrite the history books. You've heard me say it. What do you have to do? Change the meaning of the words in the history books. Leave the words just like they are. But change the meaning of them change the meaning of what it means to be a patriot huh change the meaning of that can you see it uh patriot can be the the meaning of that can be changed and it is being changed in your public schools as you sit there doing nothing about it and you may say, well, uh, well, there's nothing wrong with uh, p- 
people wanting to recognize other cultures and nations. Well, no, there is nothing wrong with that unless you put them above your nation, your country. Well, see, that just doesn't seem, it doesn't feel right to me that we would want to be above someone else's uh, nation or country, or we would only think of ourselves first. Well, I can tell you right now, if you have that type of attitude, you are slipping on the banana peel of not being a good family member either. Because if you are a mother or a husband or a daughter or a son in you're involved in a, you're in, in a family unit, you have it and you may not feel attached to it. You may not feel attached to it whatsoever, but <laughs> There's a reason why you're either disengaged or engaged. But if you are of the mindset that you shouldn't put your family first, then you're probably of the same type of mindset that's or that that's against America first. I, I would venture to say that if you are that person who would not put your family, does not think of your family before you think of others' families. If, if you are that type of person who doesn't think of your wife, your husband, before you start uh, talking about somebody else's, then you are probably one of those people. If, if you are a father who would, would take food off your, your children's table and take it to someone else's table first, then you are most likely the type of person who is against the idea and the policy of America first. If you're an American you're probably against that idea, right? Huh? You're, you're probably you're probably saying that it doesn't really matter, you know, if my kids get it or, you know, I take and give it to somebody else's uh, family and their kids. Yeah. And do you realize that's exactly where, except the elitist now, I'm not talking about the elites, but that's where the elites would like for you commoners as they would, they would certainly refer to you as that uh, would uh, venture to say uh, that that's where they want you to be. They want you to bear one another's burdens and we'll help you bear them. We'll give you money to bear them. And our expectations of you, though, will be lower. And because our expectations of you is lower, and a lot of that's based upon your background and skin color. Uh, you know, then we're going to have to keep you as our mascots. Yeah, we'll give you the stuff now. 
but we're going to have to keep you as our mascot. Now, of course, I'm painting a picture for you. A picture should be very clear to you anyway. But Adam Schiff the other day did something like I just parodied about liberals. And I did it totally in the vein of being paradoxical, right? But uh, Schiff was so much into knowing that he controls what you think that he actually uh, ad-libbed in a dot on a document given provided by the White House. He actually con- conjured onto those pages to and out through the airwaves his take from his ideology on what that conversation the president had with the Ukrainian president as real and I was listening and just listening, just listening in airports, you know, in airports, they normally have, they ne- you never see Fox, not an airport. No, they'll have it on ESPN or they'll have it on CNN, right? Those of you who travel a lot, like me, you travel a lot, you see a lot of airport, you see the monitors. I don't watch television usually. I uh, might uh, eat a uh, uh, sandwich or a piece of I'd be bad and buy a piece of Popeye's chicken and eat it while I watch people go by waiting for my um, flight. But um, you have to take that into account that uh, this is the programming that they want for you. They're wanting you to think a certain thing. And they're good at it. And so they are now redefining. They're manipulating. The words. In our historical books. On our historical reference points. There's distinctly growing. Two different maybe four different narratives of America. And unless those narratives contain the fact that it was great, gruesome, terribly good, incredibly bad at times, up and down, Uh, defeat to triumph journey that has been the story of America. There's no question about that. The, The story of mankind, friends, is a tale of tragedy and triumph. Unspeakable tragedy But yet, uh, 
thrill of victory is something I think enjoyed in America in ways that other countries really wish they could celebrate. And they, of course they do it in their own way, you know, but those types of celebrations, victorious celebrations in America to an American is special. But what happens when you redefine certain things, do you begin to enjoy them differently? Once the definition has changed and that's what I think is going on is that they literally want you to enjoy them in a different way. If at all, you see, uh, there are people who really, really don't think you, you, they, they can, but not you should enjoy anything about being an American because if you do, you're celebrating a country that they would want you to believe is a country that is a menace to world society. So they need to redefine some things. And in the redefinition of that, and you need to watch out for this, in the redefinition of that, America then becomes not only the bad guy, but also the fall guy. Also the patsy. Yeah. The bum- we, we become in this scenario, folks, we become the bumbling idiots. If we let, uh, yeah, the progressive liberals wing of the, if we let the Democrat Party have any say in what happens here in the next eight years or 12 years. Then we deserve exactly what we get. Are you hearing me? If we let the Democrat party call the shots at any point in time during the next four to eight years, then we deserve exactly what we get now. Keep this in mind. Every definition, the reason they need the, why they need to change definitions is because every definition has a destination. Now, I talk to Dr. Marlene McMillan about this often on this show. And every def, uh, des, definition is designed to Take the one seeking definition to a destination. Are you hearing me? When you want something defined and you're seeking a definition for something, then you are using that definition in order to help you get to a destination. There's no doubt about it. And see, that's why the progressive liberals want to reorganize all of this, redefine all of this so that we the the, the destination can be altered. 
what they're doing is resetting the coordinates so that the defin- the destination can be altered. <clears throat> now, uh, that's why the Democrats will lose big in 2020. They're going to lose big in 2020. If you remain vigilant, I'm saying, if you continue doing what you're doing uh, and then go vote. We can win this big in historic fashion. Historic. But you, you have to occupy until we get there. You, you must occupy until we get there. Now, now that you know that the definitions uh, are definitely being changed, Words like, you know, motherhood, family, marriage, nation, church, gender. Huh? Those words are <clears throat> being redefined. Yeah. Motherhood. In, in, in the society where, you know, you have two mommies or two daddies, then parent parental identification is all messed up. And um, the effects on psyche is not yet even, is not yet measured. No, no, there's no way that the effects on psyche is is even measured. And so um, the definitions of motherhood, family, marriage, nation, church, gender, female athletes, Oh, yeah, female athletes. And I don't blame them. I stand with uh, especially those who are Olympic athletes. There's this huge debate now about this. We're going to talk about this a little bit when we come back, because I, I believe this thing is backfiring on them. And I, again, I say that I, I know I said it a few days ago, but I see a hand moving in this. That's causing whatever the progressives feel as though is their uh, greatest success. You're able to see it being torn down from the inside. The very mechanisms that uh, made it go at first are now by necessity tearing it down. I want to talk to you about that when I return. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa. 
play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here over Red State, Red State Talk Radio, the uh, number one talk platform in uh, the nation. I want to thank all of our terrestrial stations uh, in replay as well as our friends at Loving Liberty. I want to thank them for welcoming welcoming us into their family as well. Um, Be sure to um, download... Um, the C.L. Bryant show onto your iPhone or Android device and uh, be sure to listen to us wherever you go. All of the shows are archived there. I was saying to you that, uh, yeah, it, it was it, it, it the way I'm seeing this play out. This progressive liberal thing and how it's backfiring on them. I, I am seeing the hand of God unseeingly and it's by things that were put into motion from the very beginning of uh world's existence the wages of certain thing uh, you know it brings about certain destruction and death and 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 the the way that uh the democrats have been behaving themselves and social uh uh Creators, uh, creators of uh, social engineers, social engineers are of such unscrupulous methods sometimes that they must reap what they have sown. And so what I'm saying is you are beginning to see a harvest. And I said this a uh, a couple of days ago, uh, come up that uh, has been planted along the way for a long time now by progressive liberals that they're beginning to reap what they have sown. Yeah. And, and you're, 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 let me sh- t- give you, share with you one place. It's being, uh, seen is being seen on the, on the field of competition and particularly in the realm of female athletes. And it is amazing. It's amazing that this is the way this is playing out. Why? Because uh, the LGBTQ community, the gay part of it, the gay man is identifying as feminine. Right. Or he has those qualities, at least to those of us who look at that traditionally. All right. And the transgendered man in this uh, LGBTQ, you know, community, 
he wants to take on women's, you know, you know, identity physically and the female, the female uh, transgender wants to take on a man's, uh, you know, appearance physically become a man. But the folly of this is backfiring in ways that no man can do. This is something that is almost uh, without doubt. And anyone who would, would, would openly look at it, analyze it, turn it around. It's a, this is something divine that is uh, entering into this equation that is correcting, that is going to correct us. And what is it? Men are now transgendered men wanting to be female athletes. And they are entering these athletic competitions, AAW, UAW uh, competitions. No, it's AAUAW. I was a UAW member. AAU. (laughs) UAW. AAU competitions. They're entering these competitions as women. And, of course, they're sandblasting these women, running against them, you know, competing against them because they're men. Yeah. I mean, now I knew. Listen, up until I'd say sixth or seventh grade, I knew at least two, maybe three girls. And I had great speed. I, I mean, I had very good speed. I ran four five four six forty. Okay, I, I get four five four six when I was in high school. I could run that. Yeah, I should have been on the track team uh, uh, with my. I should have been on the track team with my mind on improving that. But I, 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 I bailed out. Yeah, football too. Bailed out. I began to have other interest. And so um, the thing the, the point that I'm trying to make is this. You have these men just shellacking these women in this sport, in, in their track and field sports. And these women are saying, these women athletes, they're saying, well, you know, we're sick and tired of this because... I have trained as a woman within the limitations of the best physically tuned woman for this particular sport. And you have these, uh, this board of supervisors or whatever you want to call it saying that it's okay for this natural born man who along the way of evolving mentally believes himself to be a woman trapped inside of a man's body. 
he now goes through the surgery and he is now declared medically to be a woman, although biologically, physically, he's still a man. You're allowing him to compete against me, a woman with a womb. That's that's all, you know, that's what that's all about, right? She's a wombed man, which causes her uh, chromosomes to be different than men's. And her biological makeup to be different than men's. And as Marie Chevalier, the great French actor, once said, uh, Viva la différence. And thank heavens for little girls. You know, thank God for that. All of us manly men know that, right? Oh, man, should I have said that? (laughs) We say that. I mean, we should know that, right? And so uh, what happens is that the women are getting ticked off. They're saying this ain't right. And the very thing that has launched a movement in this country, the idea that there should be equal outcome, is by the nature of that being proven to be hypocritical. Now, while the progressive liberals are playing the role of Machiavelli, you know, Machiavelli once said, never try to win by force what can be won by deception. Are you hearing me? A Machiavellian approach to all of this is never to try to win by force. What can be won through deception? That is the playbook of the progressive liberals. That is the playbook of the Democrat Party right now. And Nancy Pelosi has fallen into she's she's doing it. She's she's doing it. She's definitely into doing it. The deception part of it. Because. There is nothing they can have tried to do by force that has been of any benefit. It's all backfired. And this is backfiring. And so now they're trying to win this by deception. And when it comes to sports, you can't deceive. And what it does is unmask the rest of it. When it comes to male and females sports, you cannot deceive. The difference in physicality is going to show up. Any finely tuned uh, female athlete, finely tuned male athlete, the capabilities are going to be different. The movements are going to be different. Even if they are boxers, 
the strike force is going to be different. One's a male, one's a female. And I have seen some women deliver incredible blows. As I was saying about uh, when I was in the sixth, up until I was about the sixth or seventh grade, I knew women who could outrun me. That was my point. I think I missed the point. I knew women who could outrun me, and I ran a four five four six forty. Four six four five forty. I could I could run. And but I knew girls who could outrun me. <clears throat> up pardon me, up until the sixth or seventh grade, and then uh, you know, I beginning to become a man. And they were becoming women. And so my physical uh, abilities increased and theirs didn't necessarily decrease, but it became different. And the maleness of my physicality became a more uh, dominant opponent to any female athlete wanting to pay, play the same game, physical game, especially it was a physical game. And, and, and believe me, I know some uh, girls who had great, great game as uh, in, on the basketball court, great game, baseball, bowling, what have you. But uh, it was different. And the deception that the, the LGBT community would want to uh, pawn off on the United States, on the Olympic uh, Association, I forget what they call it now, but uh, is that it would be fine for a transgendered male to compete against natural born females. And the natural born female athletes are saying, no, we worked hard for this. And you're stealing it from us. So there is indeed a civil war brewing with natural born female athletes as opposed to uh, engineered, genetically engineered, well, not genetically, but physically engineered females. The ones who were once male, now they are females, gen- uh, physically engineered. The naturally engineered athletes are not going for the natural natch the natural born female athletes are not going for this there's a good reason why let's turn the let's turn the chart chart around let's turn it around you cannot achieve <clears throat> equal access there's no way they can achieve equal access give you for instance okay the female athlete now becomes a male genitalia wise. Okay. Becomes a male, right? Genitalia wise. Now, she, who is now a he, goes and wants to try out for the 
Olympic team, the, the male Olympic team, 440 relay. Yeah. Say that that's the case. Or she wants to try out, she, now he, genitalia-wise, wants to go and throw the, ja- the javelin. Or rowing. Or they want to be a shot putter. They want to throw the discus. She, now he, genitalia-wise, can't achieve the same physical advantage as even though she's now a male wanting to uh, compete in male sports, there's no way she's going to be able to do that. But a male athlete can become a female and blow them out of the water. Destroy their records. Destroy them. But there can never be parity physically like that because we were not created to be that way. The female athlete who becomes in uh, redefining the definition of gender a male athlete will never be able to compete with a male athlete physically. And a male athlete who becomes a female athlete will always blow away. In most, in most cases, especially if it's running or javelin or discus throwing or shot putting or high jumping the male athlete who becomes a female athlete will always break the records. But a female athlete who becomes a male athlete, she's not going to be breaking any records. So there will never be a balance there. The very thing that they want to occur cannot occur because it is not a natural occurrence. It is something that is artificial and manufactured. It's, it's, uh, it's not natural for a male athlete to uh, become a female athlete to compete against females. Well, yeah, they're going to break the records. And what else is going to happen? The natural born female athletes are going to complain about it. And that's what they're doing. We'll come back to this topic. When I return, I'm CL. Don't you go anywhere. We're building the bridge to conversation. You thought I was worth Change my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back on the home stretch today of the CL Bryant show. Thank each and every one of you for coming along with me as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the CL Bryant show. Download free the CL Bryant show app onto your favorite device. And hey, if you want to become a part of a movement that's absolutely making a difference in uh, America today, you need to go to freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org, and um, become a part of the largest grassroots organization around today, uh, Freedomworks, freedomworks.org. I was in uh, Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, last weekend, this past weekend, and um, I was with some patriots there, absolute patriots. And so let me tell you something, folks. There is a redefinition of words that's going on. And I was saying to you early on in the show that um, even though people over 45 to... Oh, 85, under 85, 45 to 85 in that 40-year span are living longer. But people under that age span, they're not living as long. And it's because of, you know, um, it's a ball of confusion. It's a ball of confusion. That's what the world is today. People having more access and more ability than ever before, yet they don't want to live. It's a ball of confusion. Opioid addictions. People are in pain even though you're in uh, the – they're in pain even though you're in the living in the world of feel good. Huh? People are in pain. They're killing themselves. They don't want to live even though they're in the world of feel good. And uh, all of you know that I've said this many times. If if my parents didn't let me go outside, I don't care if it was raining, snowing, or wind blowing. Didn't care. I had to stay inside, man. I mean, that, that was hell. I want to be outside. I didn't know. I mean, I know I, we had TV and I watched TV, but no, I'd much rather be outside than watching TV. Oh, absolutely. Not kids today. Not kids today. They want to be in watching TV or whatever they have on the TV, the games or whatever they're doing on the TV. 
They'd rather be on the, the screen, the, the computer screen, than outside. It's too hot out there. It's too cold out there. It's ra- Man, we used, if it wasn't storming out, it was just raining. Hey, man, that wasn't nothing, especially in the summertime. Cold, cold, man, cold and cold. Ain't worry about no cold. We go out and play in the play outside. Run, that warm you up. We erase each other in the cold. That warm you up. Kids today, no man, they don't do that kind of thing, and so they become couch potatoes, and they're not living longer. They're they're live expecting where we go out running around, and we breathe the dirt. That was out there. We breathe the, the, the dirt that was out there. Kids today didn't have, they don't have that ability to do it. So we've taken something out of the earth that um, isn't there anymore because the earth today, yes, uh, it is chemically laden and we are doing ourselves harm. Not necessarily the earth. Uh, You know, this is the first time I ever agree with the words, uh, we are the world. We are the earth. And so if we kill ourselves, yeah, you you will be killing, uh, you you still won't be killing the earth. You'll be killing mankind. You you can't destroy the Earth. You you can set off atomic bombs on it. You can hit it with asteroids from out of space, where plumes of dust go up into the air, blotting out the sun. And maybe there's cold on the face of the Earth for a long time. But uh, evidently, even if you go by natural science and the way they predict, it, evidently the Earth heals itself and it comes about uh, shipwright again, shipwright again. No doubt about it. Yeah. Hey, Big Bang, according to them, Big Bang to begin with, right? So all of his chance anyway, isn't it? Of course not. He had to be an idiot to believe that. The reason the earth keeps replenishing itself is it was created to do that. And the reason the chemicals that we create will kill us but not create the earth because the earth will always protect itself even if it has to kill you. Huh? You you are doing it. I mean, you're the one, if there's chemicals around, you put them there. Okay? But don't you think that, now, this is where I'm not going with you on that. Don't you think that you are the reason why the earth is warming up? No, you're the reason why you're committing suicide. You're the reason why you're opioid addicted. You're the reason why you're a couch potato and your life expectancy is growing shorter if you're below uh, 45 years of age. It's because... You are not active physically. And the mental exercise you get is a programming only designed to make you weaker because it's coming from a screen that is programmed to program you. Are you hearing me? Well, Finally, and it's been great being with you all today. And and as I 
next, not next week. In fact, I think I'll be around most of this week. But um, the following week, I'll be gone quite a bit. And um, I want you to keep in mind this. I want you to keep in mind this. As you all know, I am a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? So my job is to um, share and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's my job. That's that is my ultimate job. That's what I do. Everything else that I do is under the heading of that. That's what I do. Radio personality. I'm under the heading of still good news and gospel of Christ. It's under that heading. Uh, Senior fellow of Freedom Works. Uh, I'm still. It's that is still under the heading of uh, you know being a, a a disciple of Jesus Christ. Even that's for me is under that heading. A television personality, same thing under that heading. Movies, uh, uh, personality, star in my own film, uh, award-winning Runaway Slave. Everybody from Thomas Sowell to uh, Andrew, Andrew Breitbart to even Al Sharpton in, in that film. That falls under the heading of a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Author, A Race for Freedom. Falls under the heading of a, a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's who I am. All of everything else uh, is Paul said, let it be dung. I count it all dung. So I'm saying that in order to say this. An inaccurate definition of the creator that Jefferson thought and saw fit to put in our founding documents, the inaccurate definition of the creator will give you an inaccurate view of life itself. That, that is the manifestation. That's what's being manifest here. Okay. You understand that? If you have an inaccurate view of the creator, then you you have an inaccurate view of life itself. And, and, and it, it, one of the fascinating things to me, and of course, all of you know that uh, I'm, a, I, I, I'm a scholar. I study scripture of the Bible. I love my Bible. Um, you begin to see this progression in scripture from uh, the inaccuracies that we began to embrace and the uh, faith that we began to have in our own ability as a creature to begin creating our own world and that's good but we were told are given a manuscript. And every time that we began to deviate from that, we began to do warped and twisted things, inaccurate things 
in our lives. And so you see opioid addictions. You see super suicides, which are huge. When you redefine words, the goal in today's America is to get Americans uh, in our in a mindset to base our future on feelings rather than realities of life. The commercials that you see, they are geared towards your feelings. The uh, television, internet shows, YouTube shows uh, that you see, they're all about the feelings. They're there to stimulate your feelings, your emotions in certain ways. Don't get those confused with the realities of life. Those are the staged happenings of, yes, our society, but they're staged. Things that happen to you happen spontaneously many times. They happen. Life happens. But we are so taken out by those things that are staged. We'll talk more uh, tomorrow. Thank you all for coming along with me today. It has been great building the bridge of conversation here on the C.L. Bryant show with you today. I want to thank God for bringing us to a close of this show. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our rights to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL and my heartfelt desire is that God will bless and keep you all. Cut through the smoke and mirrors and see current events through the lens of common sense. Think about how bad things must be at the federal level for your state politicians to say, we're going to hold a constitutional convention and rewrite the Constitution. In the end, there's only two things we need to do. One, take the time to get right with God and just remember to be kind. The Joe Carey Show, weekday afternoons at 12.